0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm the host, Sean Boyce. I'd like to welcome my guest to the show today, Brian Wendroff, who is the managing partner of Wendroff & Associates CPA. Hello, Brian, how are you? And thanks for being on the show.
1: Hey, Sean, I'm doing good. Thank you for allowing me to
0: participate. Yeah, I'm very excited to record your episode and share knowledge and experience with our audience. Uh, Before we dive into the material, we've kind of got prepared today and the questions we want to talk about. If you wouldn't mind, can you give a little bit more information about your background and how you got to where you are today so our audience can become a little bit more familiar with you? Sure.
1: We're a CPA firm and we are in Arlington, Virginia. We work with small businesses mostly in this Northern Virginia, Arlington, D.C., metro area, and we help them with their internal accounting processes and develop uh, accounting systems and processes that will help them with their day-to-day accounting and their monthly accounting, and then eventually give them information, hopefully, which is insightful uh, to help them grow their organizations. And we, the company itself has been here for 16
0: years. Very good, thank you, Brad. And uh, how big is your uh, CPA firm at the moment?
1: We have about 20 team members. Uh, with us, and if you include some some pets and some interns, we also have we also have a good intern strong intern team as well, probably of ten up to ten uh, throughout the year.
0: Very cool, excellent. Thank you for sharing. And uh, I know what we want to kind of talk about today is some of the conversations you and I have had before, which is areas that you've explored as part of your firm and your team in the realm of automation. So automation and technology, process improvement, operational efficiencies. You guys have tackled a couple of projects here and there, and you've had some wins that I wanted to kind of talk through a little bit more on the show and then share for other firms that may be thinking about doing the same themselves as well too. So um, wherever you kind of like to start, I'd love to learn more about how far you've explored kind of this realm so far and where you guys have experienced wins.
1: Sure. Well, we've been, we've always liked working with technology and for a young firm, even though I say we're 16 years old, our firm is quite young compared to most CPA firms in this in in the area. And I think with us, one of the things we had to tap into quickly, Sean, was technology. And we had to be able to embrace it and use it to an advantage being that we're also younger uh, individuals who have been more uh, open or had more availability to technology than most. So using technology was one of the big pieces we needed to help grow this organization and, and make sure we communicated it to our customers who maybe were in the same situation with us trying to grow their organizations and knowing that maybe would be a common language for us to, to, to speak about. And then from there, just life itself in a professional, the business itself, a CPA firm itself as being able to be efficient has been really the piece that we needed to do anyway, because there's always so much change, so many rules, so many new laws and just anything else that we're not prepared for coming our way that we had to be able to automate create efficiencies and develop processes that will allow us to scale and then also help our team members have that kind of work-life balance.
0: Yeah, I like this as a philosophy as well too. That's an area where I know you and I have talked about this more because when uh, firms are thinking through their tech stack or the tools that they're using and thinking about tackling any kind of automation projects as well too, it's easy to become quickly overwhelmed because there's so much out there. It's a real diverse world. Uh, You're hearing about the latest and greatest and new toys all the time. And sometimes it's hard to kind of make sense of like knowing which way is up and really where you should be focused based on what your firm actually needs. So uh, you've got a great philosophy when it comes to this, where you're thinking through automation in terms of a process. It's like, what does our firm need now? Right. Where probably to an extent, what are our bottlenecks in terms of what's preventing us from becoming more efficient? And as such, what's available in the market that can help us get those unstuck first, right? Build a little bit of momentum and then carry forward from there. So, I'd be curious to hear from you. Talk through some of those examples in terms of where you guys have started so far, um, what type of, what your experience has been like, and what, what any of the results have been so far with anything that you guys have um, started to invest in from an improving workflow efficiency wise. Sure. Well, there's no
1: doubt that the first thing I'm thinking about with automation is uh, simplicity. Like what would help us automate? We're not software developers. So what we wanted to think about first was how are we going to automate? Now, sure, some of the technology we use generally in the accounting and the CPA industry, we could automate. The same time though, we realized that we have a lot of different softwares we're using. And a lot of them what we need to do was to automate them to work together. Uh, and that makes sense though, because in the real, in the ideal world, Sean, we'd all want to use one software to do every single thing, to send emails, to do accounting, to communicate, to do videos. We'd love that, but that's never going to happen because that's what makes this software so special. Each one of them, QuickBooks, Zoom, Gmail, Slack, So what we realized is that we had to find a solution to be able to make those all work together to do something for us. And this is what we did is we focused on, let's say one software at this time to make this work called Zapier. And with this software, this is the kind of integrator between all these different softwares to create a trigger in an action. So that's what we thought about first. Like what do we, because we need to keep things simple, what was this, the most simplest software we could use? And that was Zapier to help us be able to create our automations. And from there, that gave us the motivation to be able to go and go and be able to realize that we can automate things we do to help streamline our efficiencies, to remove
0: steps and create efficiency. Super interesting. Yeah, that's a great example of a workflow efficiency tool, a system like Zapier, right? Which, in concept, for anybody who's unfamiliar, is basically you can think of it like a universal adapter, or a way to connect one system to another. Zapier has built a great name for themselves and it got a pretty robust list of options in terms of if you want to connect one system to another to kind of enable the consistency of a workflow that previously was maybe disrupted or had some manual steps involved now all of that can be done in an automated way if you connect the systems together using a tool like Zapier. So uh, that's a great example. I'd be curious to learn more in terms of like how you guys wound up. Did you take a look at Zapier first? Did you have two different systems or some kind of workflow that you wanted to kind of connect together? I'm curious like how you learned of the tool and its capabilities and then ultimately what you wound up uh, doing with it, like what what you connected together. Sure. Well...
1: We we were creating our own automations. Like if you think about what we, like, I imagine what most people are using technology, they're trying to use it in a way that we can create a process around the technology and then create steps and then either manually do those steps or have a software to do those steps for us. So that's what we're doing. And then as of looking into software, we saw Zapier uh, almost like a year or two ago. And we saw it, we, we, you are right, Sean, there's so much technology, so many products out there that it's overwhelming. So what we did is, and we got those email blasts. Like we're part of like a email subscription that sends us all these different softwares. I don't know if you've heard of Product Hunt, I think it's called, but they send us all these different softwares. It's almost like daily. It's like almost software is being built (laughs) every day. And this one caught my eye, though. I remember, like, once in a while, something kept, this, it's maybe just luck that it caught my eye, that it's like, this software automates all your other software or, or integrates all your other software. I'm like, oh, that's something we may need. The thing is, though, Sean, and I imagine for us, for sure, and I imagine for any business owner, is that sometimes when you see something, it's something that you could use, but you're not ready at the moment to use it. And for us, we saw Zapier maybe two years ago that we saw it and we, and we kind of just shelved it. We put it on the shelf. And then it was only really about maybe almost a little less than a year ago that we looked at it and go, hold up, we have some time. Let's Can we create this small automation step? A small step, and it worked. And when we saw it work, it was really me. When I saw it work, I was like, this is beautiful. This automation is beautiful. It might've been just creating putting something on a Google sheet and it automatically sends this information through an e- to an email and then it lets me know through Slack. But when I saw it, when I saw that, that how easy it was to do that and how I thought about what it can do, the potential of it, I was, I was, I was bought in.
0: Super interesting. I love the, love the journey that you've taken with thinking through the tool, like getting introduced to it, learning more about it in terms of what you think it might be able to do. So you're armed with that knowledge now, right? And then you start Thinking through, or you have it, you have that information, and then when you ultimately come upon the opportunity or the ability to connect a workflow together or improve something using a tool like that, you can think back to it and you can think, okay, well, maybe we can use this tool in this instance. Um, I love the way that it connected the dots in that way, and then I'm going to give you a lot of credit for you know exploring the, the possibilities, right? Like starting to play around with it, see what it can do. You mentioned a couple of different systems like email and Slack and chat applications and stuff like that. Zapier is great for things like that, where it's like, I, I've got this information in this system, but these people need access to it over here and they're not in this system. So how do I get it from A to B? Zapier is great. Usually answer to something like that, where it's like relatively quickly and easily, I can bolt something in there to determine whether or not I can make this process you know, effective, but ultimately more efficient as well, too. And uh, I'm glad to hear that your experience was also pretty straightforward from a user experience in terms of like the simplicity' sake. It sounds like it wasn't too much heavy lifting for you. Something you were able to set up relatively quickly or easily. How long did it take you to start kind of playing around to the point where you felt comfortable? You know, setting something up and then testing it out.
1: Well, there's there's a lot to learn. Like, and we're learners. So I would say, in the unique situation where as of how long it took to learn how to use it when i started using it when i actually put the time into it it took me maybe like an hour to to then see that create that special automation and then though that's one that opened up my mind to okay i can use this information or use this product to be able to create more complex automations but at the same time though i also realized as a professional sean that i also knew that i'm we can only get to a certain limit with it but the this potentially product or potential process of automation could be limitless and that was cool so i kind of had to balance those two thoughts but as of me being able to create an automation that like the if i can since we've been using this almost a year i could probably say at this time we've probably created 20 or 30 type automations. But I only feel like if I were to say that one that I felt like, I felt like, let's say proud of, I'd probably say one automation this time. And the automation's big, if you want me to talk about it.
0: Super interesting. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And that's a familiar arc as well, too. So I do have a background as a software engineer. And that's, it's a similar experience that I would go through when I was writing code and learning new tools and stuff like that, too. And I finally found out what it was and what it could do and stuff like that. My mind immediately jumps to, I want to automate all the things. <laughs> now that I know how to use this thing, I want to keep using it. There's, But you did a good job of describing kind of that, like, the sky's the limit here. Let's not, like, go out of our way to necessarily, like, shoehorn into a process that doesn't belong. But it starts to give you that much more confidence in terms of when we come upon something that we feel like is inefficient, uh, now we can have something else like in our bag of tricks, another tool to use to make improvements to that workflow, get some time back, right? So uh, there's something else that's potentially worth exploring if and when we come to a certain set of criteria that says, hey, this is now a bottleneck for us or we want to figure out how to improve this because we're not getting as much value out of this step as we would like to. As such, let's take a closer look at maybe there's some workflow efficiency or some integration capability through tools like Zapier. Um, so that's a great way to, to kind of describe it as well too. And I'm familiar with that tra- traveling that journey as well. Also, uh, so I'm curious to know more about. Like, have you guys done any, any measuring? Like, what, what what can you share in terms of like the impact? Of uh, since exploring this tool, since hooking up different automations, what has the experience been like for your team? Any kind of feedback that you've gotten from them? Have you done any measuring in terms of uh, time saved or value add or any of the stuff like that?
1: Sure. If there's probably two examples I can give you. Uh, one, let's talk about tax season. A lot of us just got into tax season, and to talk about just a simple automation. Again, this is me really doing most of the work here of creating automations. I've just recently opened it up to my team because there's no doubt my team can come up with together. The more people you have thinking about this, the more that there's opportunity here. So that's really cool. But at the time, just recently, we just got out of tax season. One of the just the simple automations we had was every time we sent a request for information to get a tax return done, where we needed questions answered, we would send this email and then we would just forget about it this this information and go on to the next task. And sometimes just the time, which we know is seconds, could take a few seconds is is hard to do, to go back and ask that question again to those cust- that customer. So we created a simple automation where we took that email and could just drag it to a folder, another folder in our email, and it would automatically forward that email to the customer again with a, a built-in set of information on top of the questions asked. Like, hey, I'm just following up with again about this. Do you mind just answering this question? That alone, if you multiply that times, how do I say? It? I said twenty team members is a huge a way to pe- to have someone really just feel confident about a process and moving forward to complete it. So that's just one example of, of an automation that just such, such simple thing that I could see that it's it's not. It, there could be so many factors, Sean. It could be time. It could be confidence. I mean, that's the thing I think that automation's done is that it's created different ways for us to see results of how we get something, get our work done. Uh, And that's cool. Just by, you know, it's like we've become scientists of creating something like this. We become people who complete a project. These are, these are very rewarding things and the results I think can be defined in many ways.
0: Yeah. It's an excellent point. The compounding factor of the value you'll get back from setting something like that up. When you think through how many additional team members at your organization aren't relying on that now or those that are now made aware of it that need it themselves as well too, right? We, We usually have good context for how it personally affects ourselves in terms of our routine, but some stuff that we don't often think through is like, like you said, there's 20 other members of your organization that probably at some point, maybe even more frequently are having to complete that step or relying upon that piece as well too. So we set up that one automation one time but then everybody at the organization can benefit from it sometimes multiple times over same period of frequency, multiple times a month, a week, a day even. That stuff really adds up, right? So you start to get used to that uh, and you get all that time back and you can reinvest it elsewhere, which is really cool. But I want to circle back to something you shared, which was really interesting and a great way to think about this as well, too, is I'm a huge proponent in a lot of the stuff I talk about and what I'm encouraging folks to do is invest in some of these automation technologies and uh, take a closer look at some of these projects because what it can really help you do is automate some of that. I call it boring, busy work that can bog down teams, especially in the most the busiest times of the year. And uh, if you're able to automate some of that activity away from your team, right? Because no one likes doing boring, busy work, right? It's, in, it's implied in the name. <laughs> but um, in terms of it, enabling your team to be able to focus on areas where they're going to be even significantly more engaged but also in a better position to be able to do better work right your team is got a lot of skills and capabilities they want to they're they're always motivated to want to figure out how they can make a greater impact so if you're able to take advantage of the, the workflow efficiency improvements of leveraging tools like zapier to even create some of these relatively simple automations, but that make a bigger impact and give them that much time back, they can take that time and they can reinvest in other areas where they can figure out how to make a greater impact as well, too. So curious to hear from you, Brian, as well, too, if that's kind of been your experience with your team, if upon you know your team members seeing some of these things that you were testing out and hooking up and setting up, once they started to experience it, did they have even more interesting questions in terms of like, oh, that's cool. We can do this. What about that? Like, can it help us with that as well, too? Like, did that start to help get kind of get the information flowing and uh, enable your firm to come up with even cooler ideas about other uh, workflow efficiencies that that you might benefit from? Sure.
1: It did. It did. And again, we're so young at this. We're so like new to this that it's just it's really it's really cool to see the opportunity here. And what we're going to. As a person, Sean, who's been working in this in the industry and as a professional for 15 plus years, Sean, we realize I don't want to overwhelm our team. So this is a little by little, step by step, what do you call it, chip away type situation. So we're not I'm not trying to overwhelm the team here. As of though them, though, explaining it to them, there's no doubt. I explained it to them and they took it in and they've used it in their own way, which is great. And for example, after we created this automation, one person used it because also when this email gets sent out, the reminder email, Sean, they get a, they get a, a note on Slack to let them know, hey, we sent this email to XYZ person or uh, John Doe person, and and and, and that came God gave him, that gave him another confirmation that this automation is working. One of our team members though used that to to rec- to, to kind of audit. in the the past of knowing that when she had sent out that email through Slack, she could check her Slack messages to kind of reference the date that that information got sent out. So in case she needed to go and send it another time, or she knew who to kind of put in front of the line based on sending that, that reminder out of preparing the return and get it out the door. So yeah, they're evolving these, uh, these automations, uh, even as and not, and like you said, like almost indirectly from what we re- created it originally for, they're using it in other ways, and this is really
0: cool to see. Super interesting. Yeah, you did a good job of demonstrating and, and providing kind of the example that it isn't just you know workflow efficiency improvement, but it's also value add, right? So that example you shared with what your team member was able to do, the information they're looking for they know exactly where to get it, right? As opposed to like diving into their email and pouring around for like when that email got sent, right? If we're specifically sending a notification for something that's very important, and we have it organized in like one channel or specific area in Slack, we can go back there, we can recall that information that much faster, right? So that saves us time. But it's also convenience and additional value add as well, too. So um, it's basically taking, you know, from a system that we had previously, and it's adding additional functionality that we're going to be able to then use over and over again, because it better matches our workflow. So that's really cool as well, too. It's, a, it's always cool to hear how the team kind of adapts to it and figures out different cool new ways to use it as well, too. One of the most exciting things I love doing when I work on all these projects is like just educating folks on like what this thing is and how, what it can do and, and how you might be able to use it in cool, creative new ways through examples and stuff like that, and then see what they come up with, which is like, you know, this thing's bobbing and bothering me. This looks like it might fit here, and I'm always blown away by the the creativity that people come up with. So it's always super cool to hear those stories.
1: Yeah, and and I'm gonna be like going back to what I said, where I zap I've I've seen Zapier for example for two years, and I didn't use almost like like I said almost two years, and I didn't use it. So I I needed I needed to kind of think about I wanted to express it to our team and to to think about automation. But at the same time, though, I know they is it, it, we're just getting in a taxi. It's not like they're instantaneously going to think about these, these new automations. The thing is though, I it is important though to, to think about this word and this process because it's in their heads. And I think, I think the rewards that come in the future, and I'm excited about that. And when it comes, it's just going to be really cool, especially as, if someone gets it as quick as, 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 as nice as I got it, when it happened to me, when I, when I went through the automation step and
0: and, and so experienced it. Great point. Super interesting. So, uh um... Last question I have for you on this topic is kind of what's next. So you guys have started to scratch the surface, started to get some more value out of that, built a number of automations as well too. What are you excited about in terms of what you feel like is coming? Or are there any projects on the horizon that you're going to be taking a closer look at? Like what's, what does the next phase look like for you guys?
1: Sean, we're young, as I said, so we need to build relevance. We need to build, we need to build a, a a brand so we just we just got out of one of our creating an automation on surveys uh now we have an automation that uses anywhere from using quickbooks to to sending out a survey with google survey or google uh, google forms we created a survey that's almost fully automated so think about it like when we send an invoice for a tax return it might send out that survey a few days later to that customer and then ask them to tell us how we performed and then based on the response is another automation to send them either uh, an email to letting them know hey if we didn't do as well as they expected we could have a conversation with them and find out how to improve or it could have been like wow we got a nice a nice response and we can send on a, serv- a request for this individual to potentially give us a review on Yelp or Google so those that is just I- I'm, I'm a, that used to be a process that used to be multiple people getting involved. To get this final step to hopefully either a good result of a review or ask how, asking someone how we can continue to improve or talking about an improvement process. So that's really cool. I think though the next what I'm excited about as we talk about let's say what Q3 2022 and Q4 is maybe now that you just said it we are now freeing our time up. Maybe the next piece for us is marketing and how do we develop a marketing automation to 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 be able to provide our products to our customers who
0: they don't who, who don't have them yet. Super exciting. Love the thought process there. I can't wait to hear more about what, the, what future plans kind of have are in store for your firm later this year as well too, especially the marketing automation one. That's one I'm talking about a lot more these days as well too. So I'll have to have you back to talk more about, kind of give us an update, let us know like what you explored, what you found out. That would be really cool as well too. Uh, and Brian, thank you for being here and sharing your knowledge and our experience with our audience It's super helpful for other firms to think through, you know, what, where people have had their wins, their successes in terms of playing around with some of the stuff, you know, giving, having the opportunity to introduce their team to it, seeing what it's the capabilities and how it's benefited them uh, so that can, you know, just spread the good word about what it can do to help other firms as well, too. I have uh, two quick questions for you before we let you go. The first one is, are there any resources in particular that you would point anyone to who's listening to this episode? Where they can go to learn more about anything you've talked about here or anything that's inspired you on your journey
1: sure i, I know we spoke about it uh two good books you had john warlow i think is the pronounced last name on your yeah. on your podcast built to sell that's one of the best books i've ever read i promote it i highly suggest it uh the e-myth uh i think by a gentleman named michael was it michael goddard i think i i don't know if that's i don't know if it's his last name I've read that book like six times. I think those are two good books, simple books someone can read, and I'd highly suggest those. And, you know, there's so, there's, I would say this recently Facebook groups are somewhat something that maybe uh, a, a listener would want to go to about whatever it might be about automation, about taxes. We've been feel, we felt pretty good about being part of these groups and being able to connect uh, to individuals, uh, professionals, and other of same similar interests like yourself. So that's been good for us, I would say,
0: for right now. Amazing. Excellent examples. Uh, both of those as well, too. Big fan of Built to Cell, Big fan of the e-myth as well. And then we'll link to those in the show notes as well, too, for any of the listeners that want to kind of, they want to know where they can go to learn more about each. Thank you for sharing those. The groups are great as well. Also, definitely curious to learn more from you there. Um, and uh, last question I have for you is who should reach out to you and how can they get in touch?
1: Sure. Well, I would say uh, anyone who just wants to get to talk about uh, thinking about the, the firm of the future, let's say I'm always trying to understand and get tips from other CPAs uh, who, who might want to have a common interest in trying to move the organization forward and maybe really, like I said, going the technology. So that'd be good. Uh, my email is bjwendroff at wendroffcpa.com. And our website is wendroff, W-E-N-D-R-O-F-F as in Frank cpa.com and definitely connect there through there or through LinkedIn for sure.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Brian. Uh, link to that, those details in the show notes as well too. And thanks again for being here and sharing your knowledge and experience with our audience.
1: Yeah, Sean, thank you so much for allowing me to participate.
0: You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of Accounting Automation. I hope you found it valuable. I help accounting firms scale their profit exponentially without needing to hire any additional accountants. So if your firm is in growth mode and can't keep up, I'd love to talk to you more about how I can empower your firm to do more with less through automation and technology. To learn more, visit my website, nextstep.io, or email me, sean at nextstep.io. That's sean, S-E-A-N, at nextstep, N-X-T-S-T-E-P, dot I-O. Hey folks, Sean here, and I want to thank you for engaging with my content and encourage you to sign up for my free five-day video email course called Bottleneck Buster. Bottleneck Buster is designed to show you how to boost the profitability of your firm without hiring. You'll learn where your firm is wasting time, how to get that time back, and how to reinvest it to drive greater profitability. Sign up for the course at bottleneckbuster.com.